0: Welcome to the Cashflow Canucks Podcast, where Canadian entrepreneurs and investors come to learn about wealth creation. Experts in their fields will join your host, Peter Lount to share their successes, challenges, and discuss opportunities. Join me and my guest, Deb Drummond, as we talk about staying true to yourself and your purpose as an entrepreneur. Deb started her entrepreneurial journey in her early 20s. She's a groundbreaker in natural health and has achieved success in both the local and international markets and has inspired many people along the way. You're in for a treat, so stay tuned. Welcome and enjoy. All right, today I have on Cashville Connects Deb Drummond. Welcome.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Deb, um, can you just take us through, just tell me a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. Um... I live in Vancouver, BC, I live in Canada, gorgeous, gorgeous country. Um, I've been an entrepreneur since my mid twenties and do I have to say that I'm mid fifties? <laughs> so I've been playing this entrepreneurial experience for about 30 years. Uh, my background is fully absorbed pretty well in entrepreneurship, business, um, kind of taking people from here to there in business, but also in relationship to health and wellness. So when people, if people say to me, Hey, you know, what's the one thing you do? I'm like, you know what? I, I reverse people's age on a cellular level. That's, that's kind of where my health and wellness sits. It's really encompassing.
0: Hmm. And, um, so that, that is what you're, you're doing now. Did you originally start in that industry and health and wellness as an entrepreneur?
1: I did. I, uh, you know, I came from a place of hobby. I love music, love, love, love music. Um, I, I always say, I think there's a 12 step program out there for me. And um, I came from managing nightclubs and uh, late night restaurants. Um, just I, I just love music. I love people. I love the social aspect. I love community. And I think really what I've learned over the course of my life is I really like to be in service. So I was probably the happiest cocktail waitress you ever met because I just enjoyed being in service. And then um, there came a time in my life where I decided that that wasn't going to be a career choice for me and went through a little bit of self-discovery, like who am I, what do I want to do, and how do I want to put that out there? Um, I don't think in my 20s I was mature enough to be able to formulate it in that way. It was just kind of a feeling of I don't want to do that anymore and where am I going to go? And I started to um, discover a lot around women's studies and women's history And then it was just a flyer. honestly, it was just a flyer. I was pregnant with my first child, my daughter, and I wanted, I mean, have you ever wanted a muffin? (laughs) I wanted this muffin. And it was at this one store, which was about a 40 minute drive from my home and I was pregnant and I was gonna win. So so I went down to this, you know, sugar-free, gluten-free, blah, blah, the only one that was ever existed 20 years ago. And I went to get a muffin. And as I was walking out the door, this flyer gleamed at me and it was about massage. And so I grabbed it, called this woman the next day, met her that week, my second class of doing massage. I knew I would do this for the rest of my life. Wow. Yeah. And so I eventually ended up owning a private health studio where I taught 30 different types of massage. I've done over 30,000 treatments on people. I've had 18 staff. And, uh, it was just honestly in that 27 years when people ask me, I mean, I've shifted a little bit now, but through that process, I kept that company alive through all of my entrepreneurial ventures. And, um, I remember two days in 27 years, me going, am I really meant to do this? That's it.
0: Really? Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. But as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you've had challenges over that that course of time, right? But obviously key that what kept you driving is the passion for it.
1: Yes, uh, it doesn't come with I don't think 27 years, I don't think two years comes without challenge <laughs> in one's life, but absolutely. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm mid fifties. And so take us back 30 years, take us back 30, take us back 20 years. We didn't really use the word holistic. We didn't use the word entrepreneur, uh, no Facebook people. No WhatsApps, no Zooms. Um, I didn't build my business on a computer. I had no idea what social media was. Um, I remember my first marketing campaign. My first marketing campaign was, I made a flyer. I took a picture of me, made a flyer, went to Kinko's. I don't know if anyone remembers Kinko's. And I took a photocopy in color, which probably cost me like 27 cents. And, um, you know, I went and ran 50 of those off and hit my neighborhood right? Hit my neighborhood and put them up where I could put flyers, where I thought people, you know, kind of gathered. And there was one magazine, it was called Common Ground um, magazine in Vancouver that advertised for people that were doing back then alternative therapies and massage was alternative, right? Like that was like, who goes for a massage? Who goes to the spa, you know, what, you know, like, oh, that's, that's, that was a girly thing 15 years ago, but um, so back then it was very much, that was my first marketing campaign. And I put so many flyers around the city that actually the city of Vancouver called me cause my number was on the flyer and said, can you please stop <laughs> putting flyers around <laughs> cause they had to go down and go around and take them down. And, um, that was my first marketing campaign.
0: Wow. That is a, and so now what do you, now social media is you, you are integrated into that. Obviously how's that working for you now? Terms of You
1: know, the, the the interesting thing and the truth is that um, I'm a very, I call it, you know, people call it belly to belly. I call it handshake to handshake. By my own nature, I am a very social person. I might be very private. I'm a private person in my private life, but I'm a very social person in my business life. And I liked building business this way. I actually am in the middle of writing a book with a colleague who's in the same sector as me, who's had the same level of success as me. And we've both had great success, you know, stage walk and all that kind of stuff, life changing. I wish that would happen to me. Oh my God, it did like, you know, all that stuff. And we're writing a book and it's about how he got to success doing social media because he never did handshake business. I got to how I got to the highest level of the peak of my career in my career with only four post Facebook posts. And it still makes people surprised. Um, It's kind of how I did and what I did to get me there. Now I've had to pivot in this last little while. And I wasn't ignorant in the sense that I didn't pretend social media didn't exist. I participated in the way I I, I built myself some foundation. Um, I work with organization and people in my team. And so some of them go crazy. And so I was picking up ideas and I laid a foundation, but I'm kind of a pick your poison kind of person. For me, for me, I've been able to achieve the level of success that I did because I got really honest with myself and I'm like, I excel here. And I had people coming at me for a long time going, oh my gosh, you're like there. Imagine if you were on social media. And I'm like, but there's people that were in my business, in my company that were at my level or trying to be at my level and they were doing all social media. I'm like, and my numbers are higher. So for me, even though the world of social media was exploding and people were doing this and Instagram and people were replacing websites with Instagram accounts and hashtag this and hashtag that, I really was just having success. And and as a single mom business owner, I made an honest decision with myself to um, not be ignorant and learn to the degree I needed to learn it, but stay in the path that I was having success. And that was difficult to do. Because it was really hard when I saw someone having success in social media and they were saying to me, you need to come over here. It was hard for me to not, yet my numbers were saying, don't go. If I didn't have the, the, the success of the numbers in my business, I would have been tempted to go someone else's path to success. Very difficult, is a very difficult road to keep.
0: Because yeah, people judge
1: you. they're like, what are you doing? You know, you're archaic. And I'm like, well...
0: You built your niche. You've been successful at it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you talked about so the 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 health studio. You still you yeah. still run that. And then do you have the well, other the I'll, other piece of? Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, no. I was going to say to answer to that, I had my studio for twenty seven years. Um, two and a half years into that, so around year twenty five, I I got approached by a company that I'm with right now, and uh, to participate in their company. And so I ran both businesses for two and a half years. Around the year 27 of my personal business, I kept all of the speaking and teaching. I mean, that I still do. And I do online stuff with that. Um, so I still speak and I still teach. And you know, I do lots. You know, My sector tends to be with women in business. I do work with men in business. But because I started off as an entrepreneur, women entrepreneur, we had to kind of create groups like the first networking group. So I have a big reputation in the world of women in business. So I tend to play there. But I did both companies for two and a half years now. That was fun. And uh, I, don't, I don't even know if there was a movie out back then <laughs> during that two and a half years. And so now I am 80% in the business that I'm in, and I keep 20% of all the speaking and the teaching. Um, I don't have that studio anymore.
0: So, what is the business you're in now? What is that uh, all about?
1: Yeah. So, the business that I'm in now is I distribute um, holistic anti aging products. Uh, produced predominantly from Princeton University and and a couple of other science features in there. And it's anti-aging skin, body, brain, and hair products. So we age reversal on a cellular level with our products. Um, And so I do that. I build a local team and an international team, which social media is fantastic for, let's face it. Um, And so I do that 80% of the time. And then I still use, and now I'm using social media a lot, for speaking engagement. So I go teach, you know, I teach something called brain health is sexy and people are like, really? I'm like, yeah, they come find out how sexy their brain is. Or I teach natural anti-aging. I teach meditation. I there, There's like 40 different lectures that I teach that I do like this. Um, and I used to, and we'll go back to when we can teaching on stage. Right.
0: Right. So, oh, wow. And mm-hmm. so you, through this, you're, you're able to do, you have your outlet of your speaking, but also, um, in the business, that network is helping you to scale as well. Right. In terms of,
1: yes, yes, absolutely.
0: At a whole whole nother level than the previous business, would you say?
1: Well, yes, because, um, I loved my business. You know, I wasn't one of those people that was looking for something else. We talked a little bit about that earlier. There's a lot of people at home right now that are really having that opportunity to reevaluate their love, their passion for what they do. And a large percentage of them will shift and go into something else, probably very e-commerce based. Um, but for me, that wasn't the case. I loved what I did and had the woman who came and approached me about this business opportunity said to me, we're going to be able to income replace you in two years. I would have probably felt insulted because I had built it and I loved it. Um, and I had no desire to, to, sh- change what I was doing. So for me, this was almost a bit of a surprise. I decided to bring this in my life as a side business. And I saw very, like very quickly, this was really an unbelievable way to scale. I had 18 staff. I was at that place where we'd gone through some economy, like we'd gone through some economic interestings. You know, we went through the Groupon really hit our industry hardcore, you know, what looked to be good wasn't serving our industry you know, we went through 2008, 2009, 2010, you know, we've seen some highs, we've seen some lows. Um, and I know what it's like to hang on and I know what it's like to pay my staff first. And I know I know what it's like to have, and I know what it's like to not have, you know? Um, and this for me as an e-commerce platform, even though I'm not, I was not by nature an e-commerce person, it's not difficult to see the scalability and how I could talk to somebody in Australia or like our company just opened Europe and I'm talking to a friend of mine in Ireland and now I'm building an organization in Ireland and I can feel, you know, we can feel close and fuzzy like this. And I was getting on planes and going and visiting and building in places that I wanted to. So I could do the best of both worlds, but you could literally, I saw the potential of building an international multi-time zone. And you know who I'm going to, you know, who I'm going to um, give credit to and blame to at the same time for my craziness is In the 80s, um, when um I was pregnant with my daughter and things were super financially tight. I I remember my daughter's father saying to me, like, can I buy this in the groceries? Like it was super tight. And um I was taking the massage class, so I wasn't working, and you know, he had traveled from another location and he was getting his business up and going. And I remember I was it was like three o'clock in the morning and I was awake and I was pregnant, and I'm like, okay, what how are we gonna build this family? And wouldn't you know it, who comes on my TV but Tony Robbins? And you could buy some tapes, you know, and they were cassette tapes. And I literally took all our money. I, you know, it was three o'clock in the morning, so I didn't have to ask. And I took all, all our money and I bought these tapes because the one thing he said was, you know, you have to be able to find a way to make money while you're sleeping. And if you're not an author or a singer at that time, and I thought, I need to learn how to do that. I need to learn how to do that for us because look at where we're at right now. This is tough and I don't want to be tough again. And so, so Tony Robbins was the first person that I really started to understand the power of duplication and what what that looked like.
0: I think part of what his message too is obviously is the power of the mind too, right? In terms of you not being your own obstacle (laughs) to that. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you have a journey when it came to that in terms of battling yourself to, to success?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so what I got from him back then was really the the concepts. He wasn't as, you got to think again, I mean, my daughter's 27 years old and pregnant with her first child. So that was a little while ago, right? So he wasn't so into mindset and positive psychology. He was just into, I think, more functionality and concept, concepts at the time. But when I look at all the mindset that I had to work within myself, you know, I was raised by a single mom that, I think she sung it every Sunday, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. So I had a very, what they would call maybe more of a poverty consciousness. Like I I had to really work on being able to um, open up. I've always been creative and I've always been like, you know, ready to go and maybe a little bit on the edge a little bit. But um, so I had courage, but I, I didn't, I didn't maybe have that mindset that matched. So I had to inch myself along. And I, you know, I come from a holistic, my love is holistic. So I teach meditation. I also had to work through the relationship between spirituality and financial prosperity. You know, there was a whole time frame. There was a whole era of being spiritual meant you didn't have money, right? Honestly, there was a lot that I had to work through on that. And I still, you know, I, people like, how did you get to where I got to? And my close friends know how I got to where I got to. I have been, and which which is why I coach people now, which is why I train people now, and I work with people one-on-one and I do all that, is because I have always, by nature, had my biggest success, and it would be rare, I don't think in the last 20 years, I would say that there was not a year in there that I was not under the advisement of somebody. I read books feverishly, and I've always had a business coach, and a lot of times a personal coach, let's face it, sometimes our personal stuff impedes the ability to be able to go to the next level in your life. Right? So, um, I am a huge believer in go get what you need. And that's, that's kind of how I've, I've done it, but absolutely. I've had to work through that. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think there's a, a few things you said in there. One is money paradigms, right? Like the, you know, money will make you more of what you are too. Right. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, coach, I think that's, that's so powerful knowing that it doesn't matter at any level of success you have, you read about all the successful people and they still have mentors and coaches to help, uh, help guide them for mm-hmm. sure. Um, how about now? Like what's, you know, based on what's happening, pandemic and all that, how's that affect your business? What have you done to adapt to that?
1: This has probably been, I was just talking to one of my coaches today and I have a couple. I pick different areas. I'll Just, you know, just to add to that, yeah. I have a first coach for personal things because my, my business coach is not necessarily good at interpersonal relationships or whatever, right? Pick your, okay, or they're not a banker, so you can't expect your coach to give you good financial advice. Go get financial advice from someone who's good in finances. So I was having a conversation with him today, and I, I actually literally said, I, I think I need to stop and pat myself on the back, and he's like, oh, yeah, you do, because, yeah, which is a new thing, right? Um, because my business was belly to belly, you know, I was on a marketing tour. I was on a marketing tour when this shift happened, and I got a call. Okay, you're. I, I was. I had three more provinces to go into in Canada to do events at, and they were like, not happening, sister. You know, they closed the the events down, which was thousands of dollars. They uh, the flights not happening. <laughs> and my whole six week marketing plan, which, which kind of fed my business for six months changed. As soon as I walked out of getting my lashes done for my, for my lady. And I thought, Oh, that's probably the last time I'm going to see her for a while as well. So it was kind of a shock, you know, it was a shock And my years of being an entrepreneur probably came to came to pass and my ability to be creative. And I had to really think on my feet. I'm very fortunate because I surround myself with a very select few of trusted advisors um, and who also were in my business. And I'm responsible for an infrastructure of people that I take very seriously, like your dream is as big of a deal as my dream. I, I didn't give myself an option. This was not an option to go get sad somewhere. This was an option to like, okay, we need to do this and we need to do this now and the ability to restructure and re-strategize and reformulate. And so I, I did probably, I mean, when, did, how long has this been going on? How long has this been going on? Um, but I mean, I probably did honestly a month, five weeks, six weeks. Sometimes I do it now. Now I'm just starting to reformulate and put those formulations into, into traction. But uh, when we just got through last month, like, whew, um, 14, 15 hour days, 14, 15 hour days. So that. Because I believe that if I'm going to tell my team to do something, I have to make sure it works because that's not, that's, not, that's not good advice. So I was taking things and putting them into practice and, cha- and looking at verbiage and pulling from people that I knew that had success in social media because we were now full 100% e-commerce. And I'm going to tell you the biggest thing if you want to talk about mindset because we are in the business of health and beauty. And we know in, a, you know, in depression in the 1920s, you know, it's called the lipstick factor in the stock market. We know that in any crash, beauty still sells, right? We know that But this was a, this is a whole different ballgame. This is not a crash in one country. This is not one stock market changing. This was a, this was a world issue. And, you know, those of us were independent salespeople. And so not only did I have the responsibility of my business and my family, I felt the responsibility as I do of my team and their family and their business and what it looks like for them financially, right? How's that going to play out? And then our futures. So we needed to really shift quickly and it took a while to understand what was going on in the world. very hard to pick up as a salesperson. I don't care who you were very hard to pick up the phone that week and say, Hey, you know, but what we did know that we did have is that because our business is twofold where we offer products, um, we also have a business opportunity where people can learn e-commerce. And one of the things that I have the most respect for was the founder of this company really came into our leadership and said, we need to understand That there's people, and I've always thought this, there's people on their knees every night begging for something this easy and this simple and this opportunity. And we needed as leaders to get it in, go go past our own fear. And we had them. I mean, I had them. I got kids. I got family. I got a mom who's like 75. We had them. I had to get past my fear into the position and go, you know, put my big girl panties on and go, there's people out there that need us that are worse off than me. And we were like giving it to people for free like come join us we'll teach you how to do an e-commerce business so you can make money to pay rent. Like we just went into that mode, but it was, it was demobilizing. It was very difficult to get ourselves through our own psychology and keep taking care of what we needed to take care of. It, It was tiring. It was, um, testing, it was stretching. Um, I had to call on my people Like we were coaching each other. Um, Sometimes we go to bed pretty tearful. I I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's been a very interesting thing, but we've just come through with bells on. We just broke records that we haven't broke before. We've just completely switched and turned our sales model to be able to adapt so that when we go back, and we will, we now have a multitude of skills. Did I wanna learn all those skills in three weeks? Absolutely not. Did I want to convert all my lectures over to the format that I'm in? Absolutely not. But when push came to shove, um, we had to do what we had to do. And we're still doing what we have to do.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, breaking that's through that.
1: Point, right? that's, you know, that's the honest, That's the honest, truth.
0: That's a, like entrepreneurial mind for sure. And breaking through that terrier barrier, terrier barrier, right? Like just, you know, you don't have a choice really at the end of the day. That was in your mind anyways, right? To get mm-hmm. you through. Um, so what's next for you now? uh...
1: Yeah, you know, good point. Thank you. Um, So what's next is emerging the best of both worlds. Like I said, I didn't want to get thrown into the deep end of e-commerce to this degree. Um, But a year from now, you know, I had built devdrummond.com and there's like all these different lectures and all these courses. And my goal with that cover brand has been I've got 40 different lectures. I teach 10 different types of massage. I'm a formulator. I formulated 350 natural products and distributed them all across Canada for 17 years. I was, you know, three weeks ago sitting there and all these recipes for perfumes came into my head. So what for me um, I was going to do in a year from now, doing, you know, meditations in this format and brain health lectures in this format and natural weight loss, whatever it is I'm teaching in this format, it pushed it up. The date is now here's now. So I'm working that infrastructure, my business, I'm still busy putting my hand out because people are going to need to create an e-commerce business. And one of the things that I think was a real shock, not a shocker, but an opener for my 16 year old son who has seen me do what I'm doing and travels with me when I do it. Um, he, he, he approached me a year ago at 15 and said he wanted to have his first business and it didn't cross his mind to have it in any other way, but an e-commerce business. You know, he wants to fashion design and make sneakers and that kind of thing. It didn't cross his mind that there was actually an option. Is that not hilarious? Here's someone in this generation that goes, I want to start a business, mom. And I'm like, okay, you know, this isn't the easiest choice, right? And I'm not, I'm not the, I'm going to give it all to you, mom. I'm like, we're going to work together, mom. And uh, I'm like, so what do you want to do? And he's like, oh yeah, he's talking about, you know, e-commerce, running it online, doesn't cross his mind to go open a store. Interesting. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to merge my worlds. I'm gonna still take care of what I need to take care of. We're still at that foundation of reaching out. People still need us, and they're gonna need us more than ever now to be able to come in. So I'm really focused on introducing the business opportunity to as many people as I can. Whether they wanna make 500 or 50,000 a month doesn't matter to me. I just want them to have something that if this ever happens again, look at I was a massage practitioner with, with 18 staff that massaged. My heart for the industry of belly to belly people right now is huge you know, um, because it's no income, like it it goes to no income. And I had that experience. I had a car accident once, took me out of the game. I'm like, wow, wow, guess what? You know, I was my business. And I think the best thing that I can teach people or help people is for them to be in something that's not about them, even as a part-time, you know? So I'm really, really busy in that sector. I'm inter, you know, I'm intermixing this social media. We're going to be playing here for quite a while. And then when I can go back to the world to, to merge it together, then great. Still writing the book. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that's what I'm doing.
0: That's Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, that's to be said, right. Um, a lot of the, for some people, the world has stopped, but know that there's opportunity out there. Absolutely. So, As you're helping people who are stuck in those positions, how can Mm -hmm. they get in, how how can they connect with you?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to just, I'll be happy to list my phone number here. People can text me or call me or contact me through my site. So um, my phone number is 604-655-4698. I'm in Canada. Um, People can call from anywhere around the world. They can put that number into WhatsApp. I'm on WhatsApp and I deal with you know any international requests from there. People that are local, they can text me on that number or they can go to deb at debdrummond.com. That's my email or just go to debdrummond.com and fill out the contact. And I can send off a free business package and people want some samples to play with. And absolutely, I'm happy to do that as well.
0: Great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Thanks so much for sharing your story yeah, to uh, Cashville Canucks. And uh, I wish you all the best in, uh, in the future.
1: Okay. Well, thanks for your time. Okay. Thank you. I'll stay, we'll stay, we'd say. Okay.
0: Thank you for taking time to listen to the Cashville Canucks podcast. You'll be able to find out more about our guests and how to connect with them in the show notes for this episode. Would you like to learn the secret way savvy investors and smart entrepreneurs are turning their expenses into positive cash flow? Then you want to read the Infinite Banking Concept book. For a limited time, I am giving away free copies of this book, valued at $30. If you want a copy, just email me, Peter, with the subject line, book, to peter at Again, if you want a free copy of the Infinite Banking Concept book, just email me at peter at with the subject line, book, and your mailing address and I'll send you a copy. You'll finally understand how the wealthy elite is turning everyday expenses into cash flow. Just email me at peter at